Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. We all can't help but wonder what adventure lies just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a new 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUV has the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. No surprise here, but you know I gotta have my devices when I travel. I would be lost without my smartphone. I use it for directions, to find things to do, and most importantly, where to eat. I rely on it as a digital music player to enhance my experience as I explore a new place. Oh, and sometimes I even use it to make calls and stuff. That's the kind of traveler I am. And if you travel, you know what kind you are, too. That's why you go with the Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi there. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Paulette. I'm an editor here at How Stuff Works, And today I have sitting next to me Jonathan Strickland, one of our writers. Yes. One of many. Yep. Yep. And, you know, he's always someone who likes to look for that silver lining right. in the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. And this time we're actually looking at the cloud around the silver lining. That's kind of funny you would say that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we've we actually done a whole series of articles on cloud computing. And um, two podcasts. And two podcasts. <laughs> and um, that's because it's, it's such a hot topic. Um, and, it, you know, it's very popular in the news right now and uh, something that I imagine many of our listeners were probably familiar with even without having checked those out. Um, but what we're talking about when we say cloud computing, for those of you who don't know, um, is basically in a, in a very small nutshell – Applications and storage that is web-based. So right. you, you don't save files on your hard drive. You don't access applications on your computer. Um, they're all stored online so that you don't have to, say, carry a briefcase with a computer in it on the way, you know, to and from work, which right. is kind of a neat idea when you think about it. You know, it's all going to be there no matter what computer you're on. It also means that it makes it much easier to share your information with, uh, with other people. 
so that if you were to save something to a network and allow other people access to that network, uh, then you could all work from the same uh, foundation article or, or document. Um, for anyone who's ever done any collaboration, it can it can be really frustrating to work with computer files because if everyone has a copy of a computer file and everyone's making changes to that to their copy, getting all those copies back together and 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 trying to make them coalesce into a new document is very difficult. So cloud computing gives you the opportunity to have multiple people working on the same file at the same time and uh, and and avoid all those those superfluous copies. Yeah, that's true. You can, uh, it's gotten so sophisticated that you can actually merge the documents together even if you are working on it at the same time. Right. Um, which is, uh, which is a far cry from the, the way things used to be. Exactly. But there is a dark side to cloud computing. Insert thunder noise here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, because, you're talking about sharing files with other people. Yeah. You know, there is the possibility that you might share them with people that you don't intend to share them with. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So if you have all of the, these important files stored on someone else's hardware, there's, there's a lot of concern about who else might have access to that, whether it's someone who has uh, a motive to access that in, in, in a criminal way, or if it's just someone who works for, the system that's storing the the information. I mean, it could just be as simple as, uh, well, let, let's let's use some examples. Uh, a very popular cloud computing platform right now um, is uh, Amazon's Simple Storage Service, or S3. That's true. So, if you're storing huge amounts of data on Amazon's servers, you you probably want to know who has access to that information, like what administrators have access to it, and and what. What um, links did Amazon go to to make sure that those people are trustworthy and they're not going to, you know, mine that information to find stuff that they could sell to other competitors? Or, I mean, there's a whole host of issues that you have to come to grips with when you're talking about cloud computing. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, of course, we're not accusing anybody here. It's just a concept um, that – you know, something might go wrong. I mean, you think about, we, we talked about Google, uh, who hosts a lot of different cloud computing applications, including Google Docs, Gmail. Um, one of the things we talked about that's really good about, uh, about that is that Google makes backups, tons of backups of all the data. So you shouldn't miss anything. Right. But then again, if your document is on, say, I'm picking a number from the cloud. 16 different computers with different backups. What happens if somebody, you know, runs off with one of those machines? Yeah. You know, somebody, you know, not necessarily somebody from Google. Somebody just gets hold of it. Right. Just gets hold of the physical machine and not even the file. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, that's, that's an issue. Now, granted, these are issues that you have to worry about even if you're storing information on your own computer. Oh, sure. You have to worry about the physical security of your own machines, but there's a lot more apprehension when it's not under your direct control. It's it's a trust issue. Do you trust the person who's providing that service to you or that company that's providing that service to you enough to, to say, you know what, they're going to go to all the necessary lengths to protect my information? Um, now, in, in most cases, the answer to that is usually going to be yes because if the company's not doing that, they're not going to be in business very long. 
all it takes is um, uh, one screw up, and and you're going to see all the clients just jump ship, and they're either going to go back to the traditional let's store everything on our own machines model, or they'll go to a competitor. So it's in the company's best interest to make sure that security, both physical and uh, online, are top notch. Absolutely, um, and. There are other issues too. Uh, you know, you could possibly have service outages. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've had a couple of those this summer, actually. Yeah, on August 11th, uh, Google had a, a Gmail outage that affected a lot of people, uh, basically North America and India, um, and it was out for about two hours, I guess. Yeah, there's some people reported having difficulty accessing Gmail for up to a day. And there were other issues as well. Some people were having problems accessing any Google apps at all. Um, I have used Google Docs in the past for non-work stuff, um, my own personal files. And there was a, I, I thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to do some work on this script I'm writing. Um, and uh, so I tried to access it. Couldn't get to my Google Docs account at all. It just wasn't going to let me access it. And I, I began to freak out a little bit. Now, my data ended up being perfectly safe. There was, uh, you know, I don't know if they had any crashes on their servers or anything, but, but it was completely intact. Um, and once I was able to access it again, and, uh, and really it wasn't an emergency issue for me. So I really didn't have any reason to truly freak out. But for people who are using Google Docs for, uh, mission critical type applications. I'm sure that was a huge problem. Yeah, like the uh, going back to college in the computer lab with everybody working on their term papers the night before they're due, and the power goes out in the computer lab. Man, I have. Have you ever been in that situation? Uh, I, I I've have. been in the lab when it happened. I actually finished before the. Uh, people did. I mean, I, and I used to work in a company where where you uh, we had some power issues because the power company was. Putting in new lines mm. to the uh, to the neighborhood that the company was in, and yeah, to hear the groans and moans and shrieks of people as the power flickered off for the fifth time that day, and then to hear someone pipe up and often it was yours truly saying, "I hope you just saved uh, your data." Um, yeah, that was that was a common occurrence, and that can happen on the web. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about here. That stuff can happen on on cloud computing, even if it doesn't hit the servers that are storing the information. It might hit the traffic servers that are directing all the traffic to and from those the storage uh, devices. So, but there are other issues to worry about too. Um, I, I was going to mention uh, another one is the location of the servers, where mm-hmm. the servers are stored. That's true. Um, not every country has the same laws and regulations about data security that the United States has. So, and because the cloud isn't geographically oriented, I mean, you could, you could have a cloud, com- cloud network with servers that are in the United States and servers in Venezuela and servers in Antarctica if you really wanted to. Uh, cool. It'd be quite cool. Actually, I bet they wouldn't have any problems with overheating. No. But anyway, the important thing here is that the laws and regulations might be different in the country that that actually houses the physical machines your data lives on. That might be something worth looking into. I mean, it, it could really compromise the security of your data. That's true. That's true. Um, and then there's another issue, uh, which is sort of a less pleasant issue in a way to, to talk about, and that's the end-user license agreement. Oh, the EULAs. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I totally forgot to write that down in my notes. <laughs> well, um, 
it's, this came to light, and uh, Google's going to send us a nasty letter for picking on them today, but um, they just released a new web browser uh, right about the time we record this, a few days before we recorded this, um, called Google Chrome. And right. that it, that's not really what we're talking about here, but what it brought to light was it pointed out, again, that uh, Google in its end-user license agreement, or EULA, uh, for several of its products, including Google Docs, um, has information that uh, is a little interesting to uh, to consider that they might actually own the rights to your information. Right. Well, they, they we should also <laughs> jump to mention that they have addressed this. That that's true. They, um, they have revised the EULA. But what what Chris is talking about here is that there was a clause in the EULA that essentially said any. Thing that transmitted across through uh, using Google Chrome was uh, uh, Google had rights to redistribute in just about any way they wanted to. And the the lawyers for Google uh, explained that what they meant by that was they had the right to display that inform to to take your information from you, and if you were collaborating with someone else, to display it on their computer screen and let them make changes to it. So exactly, they say right. you own the rights to this. And as one of their representatives said, and I'm paraphrasing, basically if you you know. If you have your fantasy football stats on, nobody wants to see that but you. That's your information. We don't, you know, we don't own that. We right. don't own the content, but we we reserve the right to be able to display that if you want it displayed. Exactly. That that is part of the Google Docs EULA. Yeah. I mean, it's it's and it just happened that they ported it over to Google Chrome and then it got people, a lot of attention. Right. People read it and then a, they interpret it right. to mean that that anything I do on Google Chrome is going to be Google's property forever and ever. Yeah. Like I guess it is a lot easier to index the world's information if you own it all. Well, that would be <laughs> that would make it a lot easier, yes. But um that that's, you know, Google has has owned up to that. They've said, you know, this is not what we meant. Let's clarify this. And they they're taking the initiative to you know, go ahead and restructure that for, for their customers, which is, which is a good thing. But you should, uh, you know, anytime you sign up for a service and there are lots of new services every day, believe right. me, because, uh, we do a lot of checking into these and I sign up for a lot of them just to, to see what they're like. But, you know, each one of them, when you sign up, they give you the terms and conditions of the service. And, you know, it's a long legal document. A lot of people don't read through. They just click, I agree and sign up. Right. So are you signing away the rights to your spreadsheets or your, uh, you know, screenplay or whatever else, your PowerPoint presentations, uh, you know, by doing that? Yeah. You know, you have to check these things out. Otherwise, you know, all this information that you stored away might end up on somebody else's computer. Yeah, that, that kind of goes back to, to the, the first point we were making about, you know, make sure you know who has access to your information. Um, so, yeah, the... These are all important issues. They're not, they're not trivial. Uh, but at the same time, do keep in mind that, like we said before, it is in the company's best interests to, to make sure that your data remains safe and secure. Otherwise, they don't have a business model. So hopefully we'll be able to say that the, this dark side is more something that everyone's already thinking about and, and trying to address and not a fundamental flaw in uh, in that in that model because you know you know from, I, I don't think i don't think anything's going to stop the uh inexorable progress of cloud computing that's because exactly it. it's an it's avalanche. got a lot of it it does have a lot of advantages right over over storing information on your own computer because honestly a lot of these places offer gigabytes and gigabytes of storage and it's only going up 
I mean, right. as, as storage capacity increases and the cost of it decreases, you're going to see cloud computing services offering to give you, you know, tons more space than you could ever have on your own personal hard drive, which you could use for, you know, games and stuff like that. Right. Uh, if you don't have to store all these documents. So, um, you know, I, I don't think that there's any reason to uh, to give up on cloud computing <laughs> based no, on these things. No. But there are things to consider when you do sign up for a service. Exactly. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. We all can't help but wonder what adventure lies just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a new 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUV has the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.